This is Mind Your Mornings with Anna Chandy, a fortnightly podcast that takes you on the journey to a brave new you. Hi, and welcome to the second season of Mind Your Mornings. In this series, we will be looking at mental health from within. A new wave of awareness is here, and with it, a lot many questions. With the support of the team at Anna Chandy and Associates and our gracious clients, we decided to uncover some of the mysteries that plague mental health. So together, let's explore various perspectives from people who have experienced therapy, from caregivers, and from therapists themselves. Perspectives from a decade ago to now, and from Gen X to Gen Z. In this episode, I will be talking to our guest, who is going to discuss about working with me through family sessions, where he was able to find his own voice, his own position in his family, and yet continue to belong to the family. Sanjay hails from a business family and started seeing me as part of family therapy. He has met me several times over the last years, both in individual sessions and together with family. Systemic or family therapy is rarely discussed in India. This is really ironic since several families could benefit from it and the Indian family system is complex. In some families, especially business families, the lines between professional and personal are blurred. Power can be fueled by money and sometimes is concentrated in the hands of a single person. This person calls the shots. This power makes them the most admired, respected and feared in the house. But it can also make them the most disliked person. Often, in such families, the children have limited agency. Even as adults, they remain unhealthily dependent on existing privilege, money, or legacy. Conflicts arise when one member tries to separate from this enmeshed family identity. How then does one discover themselves in this scenario? Is there anything to gain through individuating? In this safe space, Sanjay will talk about his learnings and insights, his journey with therapy, and where he is now. Thank you, Sanjay, for giving us your time and, most importantly, sharing your journey because so many will benefit from it. We also understand how deeply personal this is to you. Please share only what you feel comfortable sharing and if you feel that you don't want to share an aspect, please keep it to yourself. We respect that. So, Sanjay, let me just make you first comfortable and assure you that this is safe for you to share. And also that by your sharing, there will be many who are listening in who probably will benefit. Four years later, when I look back, I just always wonder what was your thoughts or the first thoughts or feelings that you had when you were coming in for 
a family session. Do you recall any, any feelings and thoughts? And also, would you like to share, if possible, what was going on in your mind? Thank you for having me, Anna. It's been an extremely meaningful journey for me to come here. And I feel like the least I can do is share a part of that, especially my interactions with you and my journey with you. If it can help in any way possible, then I'm grateful for that. But to answer your question, when I first came to you, I came, as you mentioned, uh, in a family system. Obviously, there was some conflict and issues, and I thought that I was okay. And whilst I'm the youngest person in the family, I sort of took on the role as someone who was older and thought of myself as a parent. And I thought the issues or I was okay and other people were not okay, for instance. That played out because, I mean, I, I always, I was, I was always, I mean, I'm still kind of like the quiet person in the family. I look at myself as the quiet person in my family and that can both be good and bad. But I sort of just highlighted that as the good aspect in the family. Like my voice wasn't being heard or I wasn't speaking much in family situations. So I sort of saw therapy as a place where I could sort of embrace my role as a parent. And I came to try to justify or sort of make excuses in that situation for the family system. And I think, I mean, the journey became very, very individual from a very, very family-oriented system for me to come for therapy. Over the years, it became an extremely, extremely, extremely personal relationship and with my therapist and with myself also. And now I don't even look at it so much. I mean, of course, the family system is there, but I look at it as a much, much more individual journey. And I feel like the family system is just there to help me understand why I'm here and how I'm here and what the context is and how I respond to certain situations. Because that is the situation, that is the system in which I was raised in. And as you mentioned, uh, in India, Family systems are very, very prevalent and we are all, I mean, all over the world probably, but I think in India, the process is probably much longer as it was for me, where one belongs to a family and lives with a family for much longer. So I heard your chuckle. As you are aware, my passion lies in family systems because I think now in retrospect, I belong to a complex family system and those days we didn't have the support. And therefore, I think the family fell apart. So I'm always driven by families that have conflict. And I do my best or there's an endeavor to see if we can work through these complexities. Another thing that struck me, a chord with me, is you spoke about you being the youngest child and not having a voice or choosing not to have a voice. And again, that resonated with me because I was the younger child and didn't have a voice or again, chose not to have a voice. And yet today, both of us have taken positions differently. Maybe that's our commonality and we have a voice. And maybe that's also a connection that we have. And as you're aware, I always have tell all of you in therapy that there's a thread of our own story when we hear the, the story of another. We find some connection. To me, what makes the Indian family system so complex is because we are all entangled. We don't have such, as you call it, black and white. In my language, it's called we don't have such well-defined boundaries, and yet we play multiple roles. Do you think this would have been possible for you in the West? 
I went to therapy very briefly in the West, both in the UK and in the US. And my experience with therapy there was it allowed me to lie down and almost it was like a pillow, as I mentioned, in which where I could say whatever I wanted to or I felt very comfortable. But again, I can't speak so much about the West, but my experience in the West was that only my perceptions of family were shared. So it felt very uh, remote and isolated. Whereas over here, I know that the system was being addressed. And also, I think there was a cultural difference in terms of value systems about, I mean, even simple things like liberal and progressive value systems. It was very progressive there, but they found it very difficult to comprehend certain conservative aspects of families or my family even. And actually, I almost felt like even some of my values were being judged to a certain extent there. I think this, the hybrid of incorporating aspects of the Western therapy, which I've gone through, and I experienced aspects of that with you also, is extremely enriching for me um, and has been very valuable, I would say, more than anything. But based on my experience, I don't think that I've been able to find a Western therapist who addresses these family systems. Actually, that um, encourages me because I almost, to the point of evangelizing, always say that if you know if there are five members of a family and five members are going to five different therapists which is what is done in the west the therapist has a perspective only of that one individual who they are seeing and that's why i kind of created this model where the same therapist sees different members of the same family so that they are able to see the same situation or the same issue from the lens of the various members of the family. After they are able to see what's happening or the, with each member, how they make meaning of, a, of one experience, and you mirror that and you put it out in front of them, then each of them can not only make a new meaning, but they can also understand the perspective of another. And I think that is the uniqueness of how we do family systems work in India, that especially the team and I, because this is what I've created. And when I say I evangelize, I speak about this, that you cannot isolate issues in a family as belonging to only one person. Any issue in a family is actually belongs to everybody. The intensity of the issue may vary because it is a family issue in a collective culture. So I think I tend to look at things very black and white. I still am part of the family, as you said, and yet I'm carving out a niche of my own. I think that realization came, the realization was more in therapy that things are gray and not always black and white you can pursue different things. Like you don't need to be stuck in a system. I felt sometimes that I was stuck in a family system and that was my only world. But through therapy, through discussions with Anna, I realized that there's a world out there and through her experiences also. I mean, that's, and I think that's what made uh, sort of my engagement with Anna much, much more relevant is that she's, she's working with so many other business people and obviously the names, et cetera, are confidential. But... Platforms like this have shown me that other people are, there's a world out there of experiences that one can pursue. 
while still being part of the older systems or aspects. So in a way, I've, I've gone through a journey where I don't have to reject something, which is the family system or the family business, which I did do. I can embrace that and still pursue my own interests and see whichever works out best. And the journey is not always going to be easy either way. At what point did I realize that? I realized that, again, more recently when my role was being shifted from a victim or a child to an individual who's pursuing their interests and their passions. And I think that came after a time of enormous difficulty and challenges where I felt helpless. I felt like I didn't know what I was doing, where I was, what my responsibility is and what my role is. And I think it was very key that you mentioned there is one leader who sort of takes the family forward. And I felt like that was happening in my family, maybe with my parents, perhaps, you know, that they were sort of the leaders and they were the ones who were sort of dwarfing me in a certain sense, coming from a business family, or I was getting dwarfed by them. But then I felt like I didn't need to feel like, I mean, or it's okay to feel like that, but what can I do to address that? And going on my individual or exploring my individual aspects while still being able to contribute or work within the family benefit system and reap benefits from it also are possible. And it's possible for these things to happen simultaneously. So a question that I would like to ask you at this point is, you know, in a family system, you had a personal role and also a professional role. You're also carving out your own identity. As you are emerging now, can you share what enabled you to, in your mind, to kind of bucket the personal and the professional roles separately? I think, I actually think that the personal and the professional were related. And I approached it from a perspective initially that from, because I was educated in the West, I did my undergraduate in the West where boundaries seem to be more defined in terms of work being separate from family. So I sort of came back to India with that feeling. I worked at multiple early stage companies, tech companies in, abroad in the West, in the US. And I came back and I said, I'm gonna follow the same principles of keeping things separate, from family, etc. But the realization that they're actually related in a business family and that the personal and the work are connected and aspects or systems of the personal and family mimic themselves or display themselves, come to light or come to light within a business perspective also. That realization made me address the issue of personal and uh, professional and then marrying the two systems, which is the Western system of separation, which is having boundaries and distinction and the Indian system of family being merged with work sort of helped me because that's the reality over here. Family is merged with work. So how do I carve out my journey without looking at things in black and white? sort of address that issue or is I'm still in the process of working around that issue and where can I leverage the family system where can I look at the family system as something that can actually help me and enable my professional growth where can I work professionally with more experienced members of the family who've achieved and accomplished a lot to give me the growth that has or to help me in my entrepreneurial journey has helped me in this process. I think this is a really beautiful answer for you to share. 
because you know as as you're aware i've worked with many families and one common thing i've heard from say a, a father and son was we eat breakfast together but we travel in two separate cars but we go to the same same office and at the office at one level we are father and son but other at another level he's the chairman of the board and i'm just one of the directors and we have our exchanges there so i think what you clearly said how you have been able to marry both instead of keeping this rigid uh, separate idea which you had and see the grayness in it and then work through that using the strengths of the various aspects has helped you you know build your own entrepreneurial journey and for me it's very proud when i i feel very proud when i hear you say this because i have some key ideas who i knew 6 7 years ago uh now who you were before and who you are now i have some key ideas so one of the first time as i was saying when i realized ah we cannot work in with individuals and only a perspective when i i had listened in conversation in a casual conversation not in the therapy room of an issue that a friend of mine was sharing that was going on in her family and a little later the grown up daughter shared her interpretation that's when although it was a social moment it kind of penny kind of dropped and said the same issue at the same situation two people have seen it differently and yet they made such different meanings which is causing so much turmoil and therefore i said in my head i kept thinking about it and i said okay so in india this is what we need to do we need to bring families together members of families together because of our complexities in our attachments our relationships a form of communication and when i say form of communication so much is not said yet said so that is there's a lot of implied conversation not explicit conversation for us to unearth the implied conversation it's important to bring members of a families together so that we implied meanings become more explicit meanings and that's how i decided to kind of design this model of family systems work so for me my moment was a very difficult and challenging one in which i realized certain systemic behaviors or aspects of my family it caused me to act in a way that was more level headed by embracing those aspects and trying to say or account for it and express to my family that i've accounted for it that was my aha moment but it was a very very difficult realization because it's it's almost like a bitter pill to swallow that there are aspects or these aspects of life are not very comfortable for me and that comes back to another thing that i've grown up in privileged or security it's almost like we discount aspects of things that make us uncomfortable or things that we don't want to address or things that sort of take away from the privilege that we are so used to coming from a business family and that moment or coming from yeah coming from business family and dare i say well and that moment put things into perspective for me which is understanding systems of the family and i'm just wondering in your mind who were you then can you just share three elements who you were then and three elements as who you are now 
I think the dining table is a very, very crucial feature that you brought up in my context also. So for instance, a lot of work happens on dining tables very informally in my family system. And initially I would reject that. And I would say, I'm, I would sort of oppose it borderline aggressively and behave like a parent where I'd say coming from the West and say that I'm coming and I'm not going, this is not good, this is not correct. It shouldn't be done this way. Basically trying to control the situation and try to change it very, very quickly and fast. Now, when I sit on a dining table, I have gone from a perspective of trying to change something to just trying to watch and see how it works. And it's taken me four or five years to come to this place. And then now I'm also realizing that I don't have to partake. It's not something that works for me. There are certain contexts when perhaps I should partake in the dining room conversations. And there are some contexts where I can draw a boundary. And this realization of noticing or accounting for the system, which is deeply entrenched, which my grandfather did, which my grandmother did, which my father did, which my mother does, which my sibling does, this realization, and like, who am I in a way to come in and want to change this entire system? Like realizing that situation of who am I to want to do this? And is my role in the family system or in life to change my family system? And then I take a step back and say, maybe it's not, you know, maybe that's not what I want to do with my life. And maybe what I want to do with my life is actually focus on my own behaviors and my own interactions and my own entrepreneurial growth. And then I step back and see, okay, I can sit, I can be part of a dining table conversation. Maybe sometimes I feel incredibly uncomfortable. And that's what I work through in therapy, which is, how uncomfortable am I? What is it that's making me uncomfortable on the dining table? And very often it comes back to this is, and that's the difficulty in therapy. Very often it comes back to me, which is that I'm not comfortable because of certain difficult situations that I have to face, even if it's on the dining table. And <laughs> it's navigating that by being level-headed. So coming back to the three aspects of me, I'm going to try to think of three which were there and which aren't there now. That's the question, right? Three aspects of me, which I was, and three, I should write some of them. So I can, while you're speaking, I can answer them. So I think one aspect for sure is that I was a control freak for sure. And now I'm embracing things about myself and about the family system as well. The other aspect about myself, I would say, is to view things in black and white, which is in a way to be very stubborn also. Now I appreciate or account for the gray areas. I, I can think of two right now. I can't think of the third one, I'm sorry. So I think you've been very open and you've shared very enriching aspects in our conversation. And what I find is that you have a voice in a system now. You, you retain your uniqueness and yet you belong. In a way, this is kind of paradoxical because initially when everybody came to the family sessions and you especially, as you said earlier in our conversation, you were the silent one, the quiet one. You know, you felt weighed down because you were parenting the system in your view. And yet this complex 
system and its difficulties and through therapy enabled you to have a voice and take a position. So do you think that it's good for, for people who are in complex family systems or have complex relationships with multiple members of family? Do you think you would encourage them to seek help, not just for the system, but also for them to thrive in a system? 100% because I feel like when you're in a system and you're trying to, I mean, a system has various pillars perhaps and each pillar is trying to assert itself or each person is trying to assert themselves, sort of prove their point or try to justify their perspective. And that process can be very challenging because that's in a, it's in a system, it's in a family. It doesn't just, it's not my perspective doesn't exist in a vacuum. My perspective exists in the context of my family, my friends, my relationships, my partners, whatever it is. To understand that, I think therapy gives you, helps you, especially with you. I think this is the uniqueness. We're talking about systemic therapy. Use your, one accounts for the system in which you function. Whether it's, again, whether it's friends, whether it's society, whether it's relationships, whether it's family, or whether it's even work. These are the five areas that I've outlined. I think people who work through therapy, I hope that people who work through therapy, I can't speak about other therapists, but I can speak about experience with you. I, I know for a fact that working with you gives, gives me as a client the context of these systems that I'm operating in and what my role is, or it helps me understand my role better and what I can do to work on myself better or to understand the situation and work through life better. So as we come to the end of our conversation, thank you so much for being so open and speaking about your journey working through the family system and having a voice. As you are aware, working in family systems is my passion. Very often, I always wonder if my passion is really catalyzed or activated because of the struggles I had from belonging to a complex family system. My own personal family system possibly didn't have the opportunities to work through it. Currently in India, I think we have so many families that are struggling with issues that are you know, pushed under the carpet. Somebody like you who's had this experience and talks about it, I'm sure you'll help uh, many people. And one thing which, as I close, I would like us to always remember that ultimately a family system is made up of individuals. Each individual has a personality. They have strengths and they have limitations. Therefore, we cannot fit them all into one rigid kind of space. We have to allow each one you know, to bloom, blossom, and thrive on their own and yet be part of the system. So I re really want to thank you for this conversation and I hope to, you know, to have many more conversations with various other families to share their experiences. Thank you. Thank you, Anna. I think, again, and this is the, the parting thought about this individual aspect of the individual identity is very important because I don't want to view you as like a guru or a self-help type of person. I almost view you as someone who helps shine light on my own behaviors almost as if it's a mirror like as if I'm talking to a mirror or experiencing myself through a mirror 
And I think, honestly, that's what you've been able to do for me as far as my experiences go. And I, I, I mean, I, I honestly hope that it can only get more enriching for me from here and it can help me stand, walk and run much better. <laughs> Thank you so much. This is Mind Your Mornings with Anna Chandy, a fortnightly podcast that takes you on the journey to a brave new you. 